and welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo, this is my life. I have to go pro in Halo. In my head, thought that that was more efficient, and I guess I was right. He was like the god. We would have to 2v1, like, just to beat this guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I was trying to reach you. You're like, oh, like, see you guys later. A lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a, it's been a fun journey. I love it. Hello, welcome back to HCS Weekly. Once again, your weekly destination for all things HCS. If you got a chance to catch the pre-roll, quite a trip down memory lane there. A lot of really cool stuff to see jumping back five years. People looked way different. Competition was a little different. And speaking of trip, having a trip down memory lane, that's kind of what we're going to be doing today on today's uh, episode. We're celebrating five years of HCS. Time just flies by. We've got five weeks until the actual date. So November 5th, is the big date that we're looking forward to. Apparently on November 5th, we've got some announcement as to what's going forward with HCS following. So for this week and the next four weeks that follow, we've got some great guests coming on the show. We've got a, a trip down each individual year of HCS and kind of celebrating some of the big, exciting moments. If you missed HCS, it's a good time to reminisce uh, or even just learn about it for the first time. It's going to be an exciting discussion. Of course, if you're in the chat right now and you want to win a grassroots giveaway, we've got our BR skin and nameplate. We do it every single week. All you got to do is type exclamation mark grassroots in the chat for your chance to win. At the end of the show, we will be announcing that. But before we get there, we got our news. we got our interview. Let's break down the news with Matty Rums from noobcombo.com. Always getting tongue-tied on you, Matty. It's Matty Rums, yeah. and then it's noobcombo.com. And I almost said I almost said boobcombo.com. What's, what's happening, Hey, man? whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> How you been, dude? You been good? Yeah, not bad. That's good, man. Do we have uh, do we have some, some news this week? Anything exciting? Yeah, it's all uh, updates. Uh, like usual, we have our weekly playlist update for MCC. And uh, all they did was they added uh, ranked team doubles to uh, Halo 3. If to celebrate the 12th anniversary, mm. um, has team matching, so teams of two will face only other teams of two, right. unless you're playing solo. Um, team Slayer has the heaviest weight at 75%, and then Objective and Team Snipers are weighted at 25%. Okay. But, so Team Doubles is kind of the big focus. We'll see that going on to Halo 5 as well. Right, um, right. Yeah, but 12 years since Halo 3 as well, so a lot of a lot of anniversaries coming in here. Yeah, it's pretty uh, nutty. nice to see. Yeah, man, it's been a while since uh, since some of these golden days in Halo, and excited to hopefully get some of that back, you know, in the future. Uh, it looks like we have some promising some promising news coming up. But uh, what else we got here? We've got the uh, Halo 5 updates, not just Halo 3. Yeah, uh, they give out their like calendar of playlists that are rotating in. So for the month of October, <clears throat> excuse me, starting today. Uh, HCS doubles is finally in. Uh, it took ranked doubles place, so now we have official HCS settings for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Infection has double XP for the month if you like playing Infection. Right. And starting on the third, they're going to do a community voted playlist that they're, I guess, taking votes on Twitter. Mm. And that'll rotate in for ODST Slayer. So a couple big points there. Of course, the the HCS 2v2. So if you guys don't know about that, the 2v2, uh, these are the proper settings for 2v2. So if you watched any of Halo Classic a few weeks ago, we had a competitive Halo 5 2v2 with different settings than what you would see in the 2s playlist on ranks. That's been changed now. So you get the proper competitive settings. I recommend you guys go check that out. It's going to be very sweaty. I guarantee anybody who's left who wants to still be competitive, be at a high level in Halo 5, that's the playlist they're going to be jumping on. So check that out. And then you can vote on the new rotational playlist, and that's up on Twitter. Maddie, I know you've got the link for that on your website, right? No, actually, I haven't seen 
Oh no, post. there's no. I haven't seen the post for it yet, so I don't know if okay, so like stay tuned. Something that happened in the past, or but I haven't seen it. Okay, so there's a. You're saying there's. Oh, so it's already voted, or they they will be. Voted. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. Uh, stay tuned on HCS Twitter. I'm, I'm sure they'll have the details there. Uh, we have a development update for MCC as well. Yeah, so uh, Post and posted the September update. Um, some good stuff is in it. Uh, a bunch of bug fixes. If you go over to Waypoint, they have them exact ones listed. Right. But uh, as far as the legacy maps and game types that were copied over, previously you had to sign into your Xbox once the game released in order to access them. Okay. I don't know if you remember that. Um, yeah. But they said you no longer have to do that for your Xbox 360 maps and game types. You just, once the game is released, whether you sign in on PC or Xbox, you'll be able to okay. access your maps. If you had, it even easier now, I guess. Yeah, but if you had them on MCC, like currently on MCC, and it's not in your file share, it'll only upload to your Xbox that you sign in on. Okay. Wait, you got that? <laughs> no, not a hundred percent. So, if if you have it on 360, you can migrate it to the PC version, no problem. If you have right. Halo, it, Halo the ones MCC, that were, yeah, the ones that were copied from Xbox 360. Yeah, you can just log in on PC or Xbox and have access to it. Okay. If you have maps and game types right now on MCC, mm. but they're not in your file share, they'll be copied over, but only to the sole Xbox that you log in with. Okay, so you want to make sure you have them in your file share. Right. Okay. So anything that you have currently on MCC, you got to transfer over um, so you have access on PC as well, not just the Xbox. Mm -hmm. um, so we have new nameplates also? Yeah, they have a flood nameplate that's available from now until the 31st. And the way you get it is by playing 10 matches of infection without quitting. Okay. And uh, it should pop up. Does an infection nameplate? Do we have a, we should get it. Do you have an image? Uh, I don't know if they got it, but it's uh, it's up there. Okay, and then we have a sneak peek. There's, there's some there's some nice stuff here. We got a sneak yeah. peek at Halo Reach armor customization. Is this changing in a significant way? Uh, I mean, they said there could be, I guess, minor changes. They didn't say if they, these are going to be available directly at launch or not. Here we here we got some some content. Yeah, that's some Spartan ones, and then there's also uh, they posted elite skins as well. Right, right. The big thing with Halo Reach is the uh, invasion mode. You can play elites also, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, of course, they're they're kind of redoing a bit of the customization. The UI is changing as well, so you get yeah. He does he does an interview with uh, one of the design directors, and that was actually pretty interesting because he was saying how they pretty much had to had to go back to like whatever engine was used and create it in old software, and then work there. You know, I guess do whatever he had to do to bring it to current. Yeah, so, it was an interesting interview. I I recommend reading it. Kind of unreal thinking of the, just the size of the project that MCC has been. Like we're going to be talking about it today, but from 2014 to 2019, we're still working and adding to it. It's it's a hell of a project, and just having to go back and work with the old systems and whatnot. Um, but it, it looks like we're we're getting closer to that final release of Halo Reach, right? Uh, hopefully soon. It's looking closer and closer. Yeah. We have, uh, so is this more flighting updates here? Yeah, um, they're expecting that the PvP flight for Xbox should be soon. They said that the emails should be going out in the very near future. Okay. Um, there will be a PC PvP flight after the Xbox. There's no date yet. But so Xbox will, is first? Xbox will be first, yeah. Some okay, people nice. thought that there wasn't going to be a PC one, but there will be. Okay. 
Um, they also said that if you are signed up for it, to make sure that you have the Xbox Insider app installed on your Xbox and to delete the old uh, Halo MCC Insider build. Okay, and if they said, yeah, and if you have participated in any of the the previous flights, I guess Firefly, Firefight or the uh, the campaign, right. to go in the Xbox Insider app and select unenroll from the MCC Insider option. Right. <laughs> I guess. And these uh, these details can be found. Where yeah, I, I have I have them on the you have them on your website? website, and it's also yeah, it's also on the Waypoint article. On Waypoint, so everything that you would need to know to get yourself ready for this flight coming up to Xbox first. Right. Okay. Um, um, people were yeah, Sorry? people were curious on what uh, anti-cheat software they were going to use, and they're going to be using Easy Anti-Cheat. It's pretty popular. Apex uses it, Fortnite, Gears Five, Smite, a bunch of games use it. So it's not some uh, you know, run-of-the-mill software. Right. They're giving it that AAA PC integration. And right. I think uh, a good kind of uh, game to look at would be Gears 5. It's just kind of a recent example of something that's on Xbox, transferred to PC, seems to be working really well on PC. So uh, taking the same kind of systems from there, uh, especially in the form of anti-cheat, I think would be very helpful. Uh, dual graphics card setups. What's this? Yeah, so if you have two graphics cards and you use uh, SLI, um like configuration or AMD Crossfire. He said that the configurations will not be supported. So I guess he also says that dual card setups will be able to run the game, but I don't think you'll get like that extra boost or anything like that. Okay. I'm not a big uh, tech nerd, so. Nor am I. Yeah, but I thought that was pretty, uh, I guess, important. But there's also a lot more, like I said, there's one or two interviews in the post that are pretty interesting to read. One's about the anti-cheat. And yeah. the others is about uh, the customization. So definitely right. get read. And I guess if you have a, a total beast of a PC, you're going to want to look into this as well, just as far as this dual card support um, and Crossfire graphics card configurations. This is uh, stuff the uh, the PC guys will know more than us. So definitely make sure to check that out. Uh, we also have some tournament results from Blam Gaming. Yeah, we had their last uh, preliminary tournament for uh, the Halo series. First went to Barbie Boy and Guitar Hero Dude. Second was Warlord and Looney, and third was Halligan and Triant. The grand finale, which is $1,000, takes place on October 20th. Nice. Yeah, so we had all of the the was the prelim, preliminary matches setting up for it. And the, the good thing about this is now we have a 2v2 playlist. People can practice. They can start right. grinding, getting ready for that. But October 20th, $1,000 tournament. Something to look forward to there. That'll be online, of course. Uh, we have Live for the Game doing Halo 5 2v2s as well. Which yeah, is, this is uh, their their second one. Um, first went to Triant and El Halo Elite. Second was Barbie Boy and Floppy, and third went to Warlord and Demons. Awesome. There you go. All right. So Halo Five Two V Two is still happening. They're still in the Microsoft stores as well. We just recently had that. Mm -hmm. um, we also have upcoming events uh, starting Friday, October fifth. Yeah, Friday, October fifth. Uh, there's a community member goes by Skylar WD. Okay. He's having a Halloween, Halo 5 1v1, <laughs> and then uh, uh, GT Halo up in Toronto is having a 24-hour Halo CE LAN That's exciting. At, at Landlord's Gaming Center in Toronto. Yeah, so, I mean, of course, if you're in Toronto, tell me to check out. I'll try to make my way over there, too. I'm going to be terrible at Halo 1. But just <laughs> the fact that it's a 24-hour LAN, you can stay up overnight in the center and hang out and just play with your buddies sounds like a really great way to grind some Halo. Uh, just something to look forward to. And, of course, the Halo Ween 
Halo 5, 1v8, 1v1. I know we, I know we have another Halloween-themed Halo event for Squad yeah, Nation, Squad Nation. I think. Yeah. yeah, so a couple of those things to expect uh, later uh, going onwards into October. But that, I guess, closes the news. That's everything we got. Yeah, that's it for this week. All right, Maddie. thank you so much for joining me. Of course, everything that's discussed here you can find on NoobCombo.com, so make sure to check out NoobCombo.com for the relevant links and Halo waypoints so you can get up to date with everything going on. Guys, we're five weeks away from this anniversary, this five-year anniversary. Maddie, thank you for joining me. You got it. No problem, Ben. I'll see you next week. All right, and that'll close our news for the, the, the day, the episode. I'm excited to get into our interview today. we got two guests, two uh, champions. We've got a coach, and we've got Royal 2 one of the most, one of the winningest players right now in competitive Halo. I'm excited to bring them both onto the channel. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Good, Good man. Nice good. to have you both. Okay, here we go. You're both in here, ready to go. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in. By the way, I, I was thinking, uh, I'm wondering, is it is it because we're all Canadians? Why is it that when I uh, I, I want to chat with all you guys on the team, of course, and you're you're all very nice and personable, but it's hard to get a hold of you know Snakebite and uh, and and APG and Lethal, but you guys are always you know you're always ready to go, you're always polite, and and it's you know it's easy to get a hold of you, get you on the call. Is that a Canadian thing? What is that? That has to be a Canadian thing. It has know. to be. I'm gonna go with that. We just have this special connection. It's just something that all Canadians have, I guess. Uh, thank you guys so much for that. Um, how you been? You've been relaxing. You've been like back on the Halo grind or anything. What have you been up to? Uh, I recently just got a puppy, so that's literally been my whole life for the last like three weeks. I played really- like I don't think I played a single game of Halo. I'm be honest, but oh my god, yeah, I'll be playing soon. I've just been so busy. It's basically like having a baby. Yeah, so we're gonna jump to the puppy here. We saw it on Twitter, and she, she is gorgeous. <laughs> uh, that's good. Uh, what's your name? So big. Uh, Luna. And what, what's the breed? Uh, it's a Bichon Shih Tzu. Damn. Have you guys had a dog before? No, this is my first dog. I've been begging my Never. parents for like, well, I'm 23, so I've been begging for so long, yeah. and I finally cracked them this late into my life, but I mean, oh. finally. It's adorable. Yeah. What's that like? Is that like a huge life change for you? It's got to be a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Well, before, like, I was waking up at like 6 or no, I was going to bed at like 6 a.m. Now I'm waking up at 6 a.m. So my schedule is like normal now, which is which is good. But it gives me like a lot of responsibility. So I really like it. Why are you going to bed at 6 a.m.? Okay, listen. It's the real gamer hours. This is gamer hours, seriously? No, it's the gamer hours. The real the real grinders are awake at 6 a.m. But I'm awake at 6 a.m. regardless. So. There's like the gamer, there's like the gamer schedule and there's the disgusting gamer schedule. There's only like a few gamers that are on the disgusting schedule and right. Matthew was one of them. Oh my god. See, you're completely you flipped. This. You you got to live in the night yeah. and sleep during I have, I'm going to bed at 9. I wake up at like wait, now so before, before and now you got to uh, wake before, up before okay. Before I was going to bed at like 8 a.m. and waking up at like <laughs> 6 or 7 p.m. Listen, we don't talk about it. Okay. And then now I'm going to bed like 9 or 10 p.m. waking up at like 6 p.m. Yeah. Now, now you got a normal. Now I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. Because of, of the doggy. Yeah. Um, Chris, what about you? you you're normally on a, a regular. You got a, a, a 9 to 5 you're doing? Yeah, I work I work full time. So actually the, the funny thing of with Matthew's old schedule was like I would get up for work in the morning and like leave. And he would like I would walk out the door to go to work and he would like cross paths with me to go to sleep. Just be like, oh, okay, peace. Like, good night, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now you guys are both in sync here. Are you taking care of the dog together? Or is it all? It's all you, Matt. It's mostly me because they go to work. 
or Chris uh, goes to work and my dad and my mom is actually she's retired last year so she's kind of like helping me too but it's mostly me pretty much I'm like yeah. the I'm like the fun uncle like I come home yeah, I come home at, and like play yeah, he with comes the dog home, and he like, sit there and then if she has to poop he just runs away and then I have to deal with it I do all yeah, the fun stuff like, and then like anything that's a little bit down and dirty I'm just like uh, peace see you later that's that's basically with my dog as well. Like I've got the family who does the the hard stuff, and then uh, yeah, I'll just play and, yeah. and cuddle and yeah, do all the easy yeah. ones. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're I guess you're following in the footsteps of uh, Snakebite then, right? Snakebite did the same thing about a year ago. He yeah, got, he it went through, actually it went through a trend because uh, TJ Lethal he got two dogs, or okay. he had a dog for, and then got another one, and then Brad like Frosty he got a dog. Then PJ got a dog, and then I was like, "Dude, I need a dog." So I finally like, I was yeah. so annoying. I wanted for so long, so I finally got one. There you go. Worth and the then, wait. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so before we get into our chat today, uh, one more trip down memory lane. Looking at your uh, Twitter here, you've got this tweet that says, uh, "Your MCM, your Man, Cr- Man Crush Monday, uh, used to make gamertag signatures with filters on Halo Three. Oh. Uh, I don't know how like, what exactly are you referring to. If you could, like, do you like, right. come up an image?" <laughs> Okay, it's literally, oh my god. Back then, like, because everyone had the file, the file share system was so good. Yeah. You should just, like, go on matchmaking, you know, before the game started, you look at everyone's file share, and you'd see, like, you'd be, it'd show their gamer tag. It was on Blackout. Every screenshot would be Blackout or Avalanche. That was the map, right? Avalanche. And it had, like, an Instagram filter, because there's, like, there's filters in the game that could change, like, you know, like, the color yeah. of the map. Yeah. So, Instagram stole that, by the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's pretty yes. much what I'm referring to. Is people that used to make those, they like spell like they put like little ARs and make your gamer tag okay, out of it, and they put your posture. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. About. Okay, so Lala you like had throw like a power drain or something next to it yeah. and get like a little blue like yeah. light effect and make yeah. like a sick. Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure we everyone had one, but it's just funny because I that when the the Halo Three or when they're announcing this HCS stuff, I that's the first thing I thought of was I don't know just people making those. It was funny. That's a, yeah, uh, a perfect example is Muggsy replied. With one of his yeah, own. with the screenshot, yeah. Yeah, so I think hopefully we got that, John. If you're able to get that, you bring that up. Otherwise, I'll I'll, I'll move on. But he has like it's like a shoe with like a Nike symbol. That he used energy swords <laughs> yeah. to create yeah. the Nike symbols. It's yeah. white. Oh, there it is. There it is. It's, look, honestly, look how creative that is. Like we yeah. have, we're some creative people. <laughs> what is I'm it? What does it say? Do we not have the attention span anymore? There's too many other great games to play. It's the file it share. It's the file share. I think share. if we had a better file share system where you could see it in the lobby, because that was my favorite thing. I just as soon as I saw somebody mm-hmm. click the yeah. file share, look at all their screenshots, because there'd be funny ones. There'd be like, I don't know, like a little Spartan doing this or something. Like, I don't know, yeah, something yeah, yeah. It. it reminds me of oh. Call of Duty as well. Remember the? It was like Black Ops. I think they still do it, but people would you could design your gamer tag, your little yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like you get some, pictures and stuff. Or, yeah. You could like you could go into the lobby and like make those little emblems or whatever. Emblems, yeah, yeah. yeah and people would make some. Some people would make some ridiculous <laughs> ones that were hilarious. Yeah. Just profanity, just non, yeah, just, yeah disgusting. That's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's what I'm there for. <laughs> some uh, some stuff we can't show on stream. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, that was exciting times, of course. Uh, but speaking of exciting times, we've got year one of HCS to chat about. Now, to get you guys up to date, of course, we had our, our little update video that we showed at the start of today's interview. But let's just show a quick update from Bravo. Bravo is actually going to break down how season one works. Let's check it out. Get to know pro players Chig oh, from Chig. Denial Esports and Snipedown from Evil Geniuses. But what is the Halo Championship Series? There we are. 
Quite simply, the HCS is the official Halo Esports League. It's the place to go for competitive Halo multiplayer, for pro players, enthusiasts, and spectators. If you're just learning about the HCS, here's how it works. Throughout the season, teams, made up of four players each, compete at both online and LAN events and earn HCS points based on their final placings at these tournaments. At the end of the season, the top eight teams will be invited to the Season 1 Finals, where they will compete for their share of a recently announced $100,000. And now that you know what's up, let's run down the season so far. It all started with Online Cup number 1 back in December, which led up to our... Right, so... Pretty cool little graphic there. It gives you uh, like a perspective on, on how things were going. I want to try to jump back five years here. Let's let's go like right after Halo 4. And uh, Royal 2, I looked at your, your history for Halo. During Halo 4, you didn't really play it too much. Uh, kind of where was your head at? Where were you at, I guess, like right before MCC, the Invitational, when the competition started to get, uh, to get going? Uh, you know, what did you think about all this? And were you, you know, excited for this kind of transition? Um, like, yeah, so as you said, during the Halo 4, I couldn't compete in the, the World Championship because I was under 18. I think it was mm -hmm. 18 plus, so I kind of just said, I guess I won't play Halo 4. And then, so I was playing Call of Duty, just like waiting. And then I heard about the, there's like going to be like the pre-release tournament and going to be like the season. So I, I was super excited to get back into competing since I took that little break. Yeah. Yeah, that, that jumped over to, uh, so the, the MCC Invitational, was that like the start of it for you? You had to put together a team. You had uh, yourself, Snakebite, you guys had team previously, and then Heinz and Ogre 2. How did that all come together? Um, I think it was, so I'm pretty sure we played, actually, I forget how we picked up uh, Heinz, but I think we were talking to Tom and playing Call of Duty with him before. I'm trying to, like, remember how that happened. But basically, we just uh, we were thinking of a fourth who was just like anyone that was good, and I think we yeah. just we saw Richie, he was like open, and we just ended up picking him up, and then I think that's just how we formed. Because I know me, Snakebite, and Over Two were a trio, and then we were just looking for one the whole time. I'm not I'm not sure how we got to Hines, but yeah, it was a good pickup. Right, John, uh, feel free in the background. We've got some MVT or sorry, MCC Invitational highlights that you can uh, you can throw up there, so you guys can get a sense of what that was like. Uh, had the game. Like, had you played it at all? Was this, like, your first experience with yeah, it? Yeah, it, it was the first experience. Uh, they didn't even tell us. I think there was – see, I'm trying to remember some stuff. I can't remember if there was a tournament before this that some other people played in. So, actually – like yeah, So, I think Lethal, Cheater – no, I'm just kidding. They, he, he played in, like, a tournament before. I think it was, like, Elamite Strong Side. There's some other people, yeah. But I only got to see, like, a little bit of the game. But I never played it. But that was the first time I played it. Or most – I think our whole team played it for the first time, yeah. I know there's some other teams that went to pack. Right. So. Chris, at the time, were you involved? Like, were you playing Halo, keeping up with it, uh, or just kind of keeping an eye on what your brother's up to? Yeah, I was pretty involved at the time. Like, I wasn't really actively playing or doing anything. It was kind of just more, like, keeping up with the teams, keeping up with the players, like, kind of who's at the top, who's, like, all the rosters and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, yeah, I actually don't think I got in. I I got involved around the Iron Gaming. Well, Iron Gaming, was it Columbus? Yeah. Was the adapter. Yeah, because yeah, before that, you guys had a different coach, right? It was uh, Diesel? It was uh, D or Diesel? Tyler Hoyt or Diesel. I forgot yeah. who went by at the time. Diesel, yeah. He was the old uh, status quo coach. Okay, okay. And had, had you even thought of coaching back then? Like, when did that kind of come into play? Uh, I'd given it a thought. I think it was more after the Invitational when I had kind of been thinking about it was something that I'd wanted to do for a while. It just, uh, the timing never really made sense. And... I think I was at a point where I think I had just finished college um, right when Iron Gaming uh, Columbus came around. And I think it was just like the timing was good for me. 
um, where I could make it work with not having to worry about school. And I was kind of in the process of uh, starting to work, work full time. So I had like a really large pocket of time where I think I was able to just put a lot more time into it and make it work. So that's kind of how it all started for me. Awesome. So things are, things were kind of changing as far as HCS goes, right? Because it looks like, you know, Halo 4 was a bit of a lower point for the series. 343 was trying to, you know, find a way to revitalize competitive Halo. Did you guys feel that excitement coming in playing H2A? What were kind of like your initial thoughts when you saw the game uh, kind of reskinned? Uh, I was a really big fan of Halo 2. So, I mean, yeah. I, I like the maps right off the start. They all look like there's really updated maps. So, and they like, I had like a little different, some different features, which are really cool. But I was really excited just to, you know, get, uh, get back and play, especially like the we played in the first uh, MCC or the, the Invitational in the ESL like area. So that was like the first time I played in something that was kind of closed off and like that. So it was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, unfortunately, you weren't able to take that first tournament. It was third place for uh, the MCC Invitational, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit later, though, Royal One, you come in the picture. You decide to coach them. The first event that you coach goes really well. Tell me a bit about that experience. Do you guys like have any specific way that you had to warm up practice for it do the way that you coach back then has it changed a lot nowadays uh actually yeah that was my very first event and we ended up winning it so that that felt really good for me just to like okay I've, i got what it takes to kind of help this team out yeah. um when we prepped for that event i think it was similar to like it wasn't i always compare i compare everything to halo 5 like the kind of grind that we had in halo 5 I think it was a little bit less than that, but it was like, you know, just scrimming regularly and, um, yeah, scrimming, kind of watching people's streams. Um, cause yeah, there were only three maps that I think were being played at the right, time. Right. There's like so there less to think about. Yeah. There was, there was not a lot to like study and like look at it. It was mostly just like playing and getting everybody on the same page. So I think that game required, that game required a lot of teamwork. Um, cause I think shooting in Halo in H2A was, Probably one of the easier Halo games to shoot in. Mm. Um, so it was a lot of, a lot more like team coordination and stuff like that. Yeah, which really seemed like it when we show some of the series a little bit later, especially when you have a Slayer like on Shrine, you can't afford to, you know, push past and like expose yourself to angles because you get lit up so quickly. So you have this kind of, I, I want to say campy, but like, you know, very, very, um, it's a slower pace to the mm -hmm. gameplay where you're, you know, you're trying to strategically kind of position yourself and wait for the first person to make that move and flinch or whatever it is. Um, exactly. Yeah. Royal 2, I know back in season one, you were kind of a star of the show. You still are these days, but uh, but you're hitting some great clips. They have uh, in update one, they've got some moments from you. Uh, John, show the uh, the moment that we have from Royal 2 here. Right now to stay alive. Let's see it. What's this going to be? Referred to as the bonfire. It's right around the entrance of the ring tower, shooting a Ooh. rocket in ring three, doing his job, using these rockets, putting them to use, picking up, oh, not picking up the double, uh, right there, trying to turn two, however, just maintaining control. The reason he's playing a little bit slower right now is both of these teams are trying to just get control of this ring structure. Royal two wants to make sure he uses each of these rockets effectively. They're so powerful in cleaning out the center area or really any part of the map on Shrine. World 2. Oh, wait a minute. Taking some shots. Wow. Though. Has to be careful. Another rocket Whoa. out there. That will be the double kill for him. So good use of the rockets there. Clearing out a couple. That's going to open this lane for his team. Nades flying through, of course. And he has the enemy sniper. Try to go for that snapshot, but not going to be able to find that one. He may have to just worry about keeping the sniper at this time and just let let EG have that bomb and, uh, you know, deal about that later. But you know what? Roll 2 has other plans as he's going to look to get the double kill and a killing spree. 
against Evil Geniuses. They're right there looking into ring two, thinking about helping a teammate. Right now needs to touch the bomb. As we said, it's going to reset. He needs to try to drop and grab that bomb. No, and it's actually Ogre 2 who gets that touch. Ogre 2 now advancing the bomb up the flag ramp. Waterfall is down. Ogre 2 waiting for the grenade to explode. He does not want to get hit by these nades that he knows EG is throwing. Throws down the bomb and begins to challenge opponents. Find two players in the back rocks. Tries to stay alive. We'll see if anyone is there to clean this up. And it looks like Snakebite is the last play. Let's go on board with Snakebite. Now oh, starting the arm. Snipe down is sewing nades in, but the first nade is short. That's going to cost him. And CLG picks up the first arm. The second online. Yeah, what do you think of the, uh, the bomb game type? I don't have anything like that now. They're, yeah, I, li I like bomb. Like, I mean, Halo Reach, they had bomb on Zealot and Thank. I don't know. I really like bomb game types. I think they're like, it's just something different that we don't, I mean, now we don't see. But before, yeah. I it can be, I know they tested in Halo 5, but in, in that game, it was it was not bad. The spawns are kind of, they kind of get a little funky sometimes. So, but I think, I still think it's like a really good game type. I just like the full planning and like defending. It's, yeah, it's really good to watch. I think that's the, the main reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the only kind of like recent uh, example I have of like Sanctuary is if you go back in Halo 5 Refuge, right? Like somebody recreated in Forage. When you look at that like Sanctuary Shrine, it just it's so beautiful. Like the details, the the lush green environment, it's it's yeah, you really start to yeah. appreciate it. I think we only had one year. That's that's the kind of the beauty of this like season one, season two of HCS. It was just one year of this game that we played. Um, you know, we didn't really get too much time with it. Uh in between that, I know they also had the Halo 5 beta. Did you guys get a chance to check that out? Can show uh, a bit of that background. I think for me, I I remember playing the beta like I I think I played two games because I know the beta wasn't. Was I don't know. I think we played it. It was. I can't remember. I think just a lot of things were different. Obviously, it's a beta, so like the. Yeah. I remember they had like I don't know if there's no D scope or something. There's just like a lot of stuff that needed to be fixed. So I mm. I kind of played it, and it was just for me. It seems so different from H2A and like all the other Halos because all the Halos before that were like pretty much classic. Besides, I guess like Reach. So when I played it, it was like the zooming in was different scopes. It was I don't know. So I was I was kind of like thrown off. I didn't play that much, but yeah, I don't know if Chris played any, but I don't, I don't remember playing a whole lot of Halo Five beta because like we would have yeah, been yeah. in the middle of the H2A season, right? So we probably exactly. I think I think I just didn't want to mess with it too much. I kind of yeah, played yeah. it and was like, oh, okay, and then. Went back yeah. to playing. Knowing the way we are, we probably wouldn't have touched the beta that much because we would have been focused on H2A. Yeah, is that the thing with you guys? Is uh, even now, like you know, Halo is kind of not, uh, you know, we're we're not in a high note with Halo. The competitions are a little bit more spread out. Do you still find that you're like laser focused on just that game, spending a lot of time practicing it, or do you kind of like jump around, play other things in between? Like, do you are you able to? Uh, uh, right now, since like Halo Three, we're kind of in like a little a weird kind of spot. It's, we don't know yeah. what kind of tournaments they're after, and there's, like, like a big break in between. So for me, I like to play other... Even during Halo 5, like, I like to play different games. I feel like if you play the same game so much, especially Halo 3, it's been out for 10 years. Like, most people yeah. know yeah. what's going on. Right. So I feel like I can't play this game for, like, eight hours and just gonna get burnt out. So I feel like playing other games just gives you, like, a refresher, and it just kind of, like, teaches you different things. So like, I play like Counter-Strike, Apex, just anything. Now I'll play like Halo scrims and a little bit after, but not not too much. Like it's a new yeah. Game. So you're trying to grind some Fortnite too. Yeah, know, I yeah. play anything. I, I love yeah, just anything. playing any set of game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess back then though, the mindset is just you know focus on MCC. We're we're you know we're trying to win this season. Of course, at the time you guys had Evil Geniuses was like your big rival, right? It was you and EG. <laughs> yeah. 
what what was that like back then? Of course, Lethal was on EG. Uh, you had you know you had Snipe down. I remember when we were watching the uh, the update before the interview started. You talking about how they pop off so much. Was that ever like uh, you know that ever bother you? It was like a pressure for you guys? No, we just we always knew. Well, I always knew that that's how like Roy Lunchbox and them like when they're all together, they just start screaming, getting hyped. But it was just it was so annoying losing them so many times. It's like how many times we can go to a final and just like we just can't. We just couldn't beat them. We like lose a game five, like winners finals or something. It was just it got so frustrating. Yeah, I, I mean, when you go back with the the team after Chris, is there is there anything that you're like like how would you be able to study a loss? Like let's say it's a three zero from EG. What do you what do you do? How do you was, look into that? Sometimes it was tough. Like I I do remember when we would lose to them. It wasn't like we wouldn't just get slapped around and demolished. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what made it more difficult. Is that yeah, a lot it was of our, always like we lose like by was, one bomb or like. Yeah, uh, or maybe one Slayer would be not close, but it was never like they were just three owing us like with ease. Yeah. They weren't smacking yeah. us around like to the point where we were just like, okay, like we're, we're like we have no chance of beating these guys. Like it was always close. Like I remember we'd always lose like a game five in a winners finals yeah. where it's like, hey, well you win that winners finals, then you've got a two series to beat these guys basically. And then like yeah, just things like that. I do remember there were a few game types where they would just destroy us on. Like I always remember just getting owned by them on Warlock Bomb. Like they would just make us look right. stupid on that map. But then we'd have maps where we would just kind of own the them same. It well. was weird, yeah. It was like some maps we, we'd beat them really bad, and then some maps they had like a couple maps that were better. There's because since there was so many, there's only three maps, right. and like there's like five game types on Warlock. <laughs> they had like three game types that they were good at, and we had like right, two. Good so one map. Yeah, so if we got like the game mm-hmm. types in our favor, we'd probably win, and then they would get like, they had like one, we were bad at one Warlock game type that like kind of would screw us because it's always in every series, and I think we would like lose that one. So they had like a couple better game types that made them like pull out every series. I think that's why they would take more yeah. series. It was one thing I do remember is like we would we try to adjust to them. Like I I just remember we would always try to like um, I think it was snipe down. We focused a lot on shutting down because like H two A was such a good game for for Eric because it's like he would just get the sniper and literally not pass his team's fifty yard line, and he would just do his. Do what he does in every Halo game. Like he doesn't miss shots. He hits clutch yeah. snipes, and that game was so much harder to pressure a player like him because well, you just spawn. You, a, you just spawn, and you can't like get out. There's just really nothing. Like once you get in a spawn trap, it's so hard to get out. Yeah. Right. Like and right, you don't have right. like nerdy little tools like thrust and clamber and stuff like that to like get to him in in different ways that you wouldn't be able to. So you're kind of just like, I mean, it's probably the same thing for teams that played against us too. Like Matthew's a very similar player where. If you let him get set up with a sniper, like you're just you're not going to be able to move. I'm not sure if this is it, but he hits a crazy collateral on you guys. Like speaking of shutting down sniper. Oh, this is where we come from, top blue. Like this, just, yeah, we're just like bot running top mid, probably. Oh no, this is this can't be because he drops down. Yeah, but he's I remember a, I remember a room. two for one where literally two guys are jumping from top blue like yes, over that's the what top it was. mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. gets the, he gets the both, and I don't even know if it was really intentional. He was lined up on Heinz, and then. You were like right, lethal was like right behind him or something. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Can we talk about the shotgun in this game? Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, so I said it before. Twenty-four shots in the shotgun. Dude, so we that, thing was, that thing was something serious. Like that shotgun was, was so busted. Twenty-four bullets or whatever it was, and it was like, is an H. It was the. Was the sword good? Ten feet away. Yeah, the sword was good. I don't remember. It pulled, was, I think yeah. it, actually, I think it pulled out pretty fast. Yeah, like H two sword. Not this map was, this map, I hated playing this map in, in H2A. 
This was the slowest map ever. Oh, yeah? Like, well, yeah, it's just, playing, it's just really playing player, yeah. yeah. Like, it was it's just such to... a slow map. Because as you can see, it's like... Actually, this play, one's like, not so that hard bad. To push. Usually the kills will end at 30, and it's like 15 minutes, because no one wants to make a move. Right. It's like, if you have a sniper at Snipe Tower, look at this, he's just sitting here. There's nothing you can do. It's pretty hard. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, Royal 2, I remember you were doing actually the same type of thing. I, I don't know if it was maybe the Noble Black series that I was watching. Yeah. You would get Sniper and, and Sword, and that was it. You would just keep <laughs> getting the Sniper and the Sword back, and you would sit in that spot and sit yeah. in the back and yeah. just continue to milk. That was, like, yeah. the strategy. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. Was, yeah. You just hit Snipe Tower, so and you're literally like a juggernaut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Those are the the good times. So you guys are talking about the shotgun. I think, uh, yeah, the the real kind of area where it came into play is this uh, this one series. I mean, I'm sure it came into play all the time in competitive, but this one series I want to talk about, guys. If you missed uh, Halo 2 anniversary, you didn't really get to experience it. I recommend you go back and check out this series. This is one of the best series I think ever in like Halo history. Uh, it's uh, the losers finals. Between yourself, CLG, and Noble Black. And this series is a little infamous because it goes into what, like five replays of the final game? It was, stupid. It was yeah, I think it was like five. I think it was like, yeah, I think it, it was, was five. Replays. I think it was five. I can't even remember. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was replay number five, I think. Yeah. I was, all I remember is I was just exhausted after that series. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's take a look at that series, right? So, uh, CLG versus Noble Black. First of all, let's kind of set the stage a little bit. What's your mindset coming into this? Because, of course, EG is like your main force that you want to, you know, what you want to go up against. You want to shut down, snipe down, whatever it is. Did you even think that Noble Black would be a threat? Like, uh, I, I can't remember. They... What's that? Really? This team. So, okay. So, Noble Black, I, I remember this team so distinctively. So, like, Noble Black was a team that we would play, like, because you know how you had the online cups every weekend? Right. Uh, they would, every time we'd play them in an online cup, they'd beat us. Like, and we were just, we would just chalk it up to, like, oh, online, like, these kids are insane online. Like, they would literally, they'd beat well, we, us. Every time we played them in an like, online cup, we'd lose. Yeah, we'd lose most cups online. Yeah. And then usually we'd play, like, we'd play them at tournaments. And I think our series, like, I think we'd usually win, but the series were were much closer. Um, but yeah, like, I don't think we were expecting to just smack this team around at the tournament, but no, they, they were good. Yeah, I feel like I this was a team, expect- this was a team that I don't think would place all that well in most tournaments. Like, I think they were what, like a top six team, but for some reason they matched up really well against us. So like when we would play them, it's like, ah, oh, crap, like we gotta, we gotta clutch up against these guys. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm trying to bring it up right now. Sorry. Continue, uh, Matt. Yeah, I, I really don't remember this team. I'm not. I don't remember if, how long they were formed for, but uh, I remember thinking, yeah, we lost to them on the online cups because online we just weren't. Uh, if we just weren't that, we'd always lose. So we're just like whatever. And then I know we got here. I remember game one. Yeah, we choked like we choked like a hundred and fifty second point lead. Right. Oh my and then God, we lost a fifty forty nine Slayer. And right. I'm in my head. I'm like, we're literally down two zero. We're about to <laughs> actually lose this right now. Like we then, just choked. So I was like, dude. I was. Oh, I, I remember the series. I was slapping the table. I looked at my team and like, we are literally oh, choking. I, I it's probably the worst. This. It's probably not the best thing to say, but I was like so flabbergasted that we were like losing. Yeah. And I was just like, I was like, dude, we need to stop choking because like I was just, like, this is it was just unbelievable. Did we reverse but, swept them and one. Yeah. Like so this? we were down two zero. Yeah. And then we came back to so, game uh, five into. Yeah, John, if you can, sorry, Ben, to interrupt. John, if you could play game one, if you go back to Oddball on. Uh, 
I walk out. Yeah, choke is so bad. Yeah, you can <laughs> see the the comeback. You guys are winning by like a huge margin in oddball, and then yeah, uh, it was so bad. or somebody is like holding it, and he comes back. Yeah, yeah. And then this is the this is game. Yeah, so two. 50, this is 49. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, is. warlock warlock slayers were pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay, so here's the match right here. Uh, there's Tom in the portals. 160 to 53. Like this is already that's already a big enough lead. Yeah. With the four minutes left. Like okay. 160 yeah. to 50. I think we got more, than, I think more than that. Was, but... though. You could just get one setup and win the game. We did, but uh, dude, I, remember I actually remember. It. I remember you going. I remember you doing like the dude. We are not choking this game. Like, <laughs> like the way you uh, said. I did something. I do remember that. Hey, PJ always brings it up. It was the classic. Yeah. But yeah, I remember what? I had Snipe and Sword for like 10 years at Snipe Tower, and we just couldn't break their setup. And then oh, no. I think they won by like five seconds or something really close. Yeah, this is the game where you were literally just in Snipe Tower the entire yeah. time. <laughs> snipe and Sword. Yeah, because I no couldn't go across. Team. It was so hard. My, team, my teammates would die, and then it would just be like, you're in that awkward, like, do I push and die with Sniper, or do I just wait? Huh. Dude, how did just, we lose uh, this? Yeah, that trust, I know. Look, at the score keeps going up. It's like, you think this would be over, but... There's three minutes left and no one's even getting to, like, we're still getting time. Oh, I think no. it's the moment that you guys get, the moment they get to the As soon as we die right here. Yeah. I think it's here, and then they, we don't play it, maybe. We played it. Okay. It's right off the play ball. Wait, the ball goes back instantly. Yeah, it's not usually just, that quick. Okay, and I think they get everything. They're going to get it here. And it's I think they have to get, like, the next. Yeah. And then, yeah, they, yeah here we go. Sniper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. APG. Oh, APG was on this team? It was APG, Maniac, Arcanum, and... Aries. Aries? Yeah. Who was the biggest threat on this, this squad at the time, would you say? Is it APG? Uh, I, I don't even... I think... Well, Arcanum, just because I think he was a, he just he was their sniper, so, like... I don't think any of them were... I think they were all just, like, good. It was, like, one of those teams where was, no one was... They didn't have, like, some hard carry or something where one guy was just, mm. you know, sniping everything. I think they're all just... They're all just really good. I gotta take a second to appreciate the ball in Oddball. Like we just we don't have that kind of detail these days. Halo that Five, has, uh, yeah, just the, the more generic the ball. more clips I watch of this game, the more I like yeah, this game. Like visually looked really good. So sick. Oh, Do look at the selectites or whatever they are. Yeah. Kind of, oh, the selectites. I love this those. This is where I sniper, and I just I was like, like my actually had to like be actively aware of the selectites because yeah, you just can't go top BR when they're up. Right, you gotta shoot him down before you get up there. Yep. Yeah, how do you break this setup, right? Like, of course, you didn't manage to, but what would you do? You're in snipe right now. Well, All you can well, do I think is protect. First thing, you you want to get a guy, like, from top mid to top ER, like, yeah, to high. Which, which PJ just did right there, where I sniped the guy, that was good. So uh -huh. maybe now, thinking, like, five years later, which I'd probably, I think, definitely just go across with the sniper. I think we should all just push, but, I yeah. mean, back then... Sniper is so powerful. Like you give up a sniper in a full setup in DR tower, it's like that's that'd be even mm -hmm. worse. I just right. look at the time. They have a minute. Like oh my god, we yeah. Did not I thought this game was though. I feel like you could just it is. It's all setup based. It's like Halo Two. Like back in the day, you just mm. it's all just kind of hold the setup. You just like, look at bottom mid. He's just watching bottom mid. It's it's actually really hard to break this. And look, there's a minute left on the clock, and they need fifty. They need like. 30 yeah. seconds of that. Like, and we, we yeah. chill. Holy <laughs> And this is also why you guys got to watch this series because it's so hype. Uh, every single game is, like, down to the wire. Like, yeah, it would be unfortunate having this comeback from your guys' end, but as a viewer, <laughs> it's Dude, uh, I it's remember 
I remember yeah. this. Actually, this event in general was so crazy. The crowd crazy. was amazing at this event. The crowd was huge. I saw the crowd, and people were coming from, they didn't even know what was going on, but they were like, this looks crazy. And people just yeah. kept, like, there's no seats left. It was this like was the best of, actually, best this crowd, was the most I think I've ever yeah, been. This was crazy. Yeah, let's jump to match two, uh, John. So we got Warlock. Uh, I believe so Slayer. 5049 is what happened here. It's the 5049 yeah. with, uh, I think Ares ends it with a double last second or something. Dude. Uh, Dude. Yeah, so this one, this one was a little yeah. wild. Like Warlock oh, is a tiny man. We're up, we're up. Are we not up by one? I saw us up at 49. You're up at 49. We had 49. Yeah. We had 48. I think we did. We got one right Dude, here. We are chokers. Look. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, think he nade, I think he nades. Uh, All right, what happened here? PJ alive and, Hucha, Hucha. Uh, I don't think I think someone. Oh, these nades are gonna do work. Uh, I think that was. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. I think that someone spawned it. Oh. No, nah, I don't know. And then Boy, now we're times screwed. changed, eh? <laughs> Go from uh, the chokers to the dominant squad. <sighs> we, we won't talk about. Uh, Dude, it's City key. Much, so. Choking is we key. Down no, two? it's not. Oh, key, what the? Good thing to experience those. It's it's key for progress, right? That this yeah. was all set. Yeah, it's so you. good. Like if you think about it, you know, EG kind of they were a struggle. They dominated a lot of, uh, you know, the uh, was it Halo Two anniversary. But how did that kind of set you up going onwards? Do you think that really kind of put you in a great position being that dominant squad in the future? Like you kind of, you know, you you had the experience you needed to be there. Yeah, you can just see what it takes to be like the best team and like continue to win. Because I've been like getting second. Well, even, like, I lost to Roy Lunchbox in Halo Reach. Like, I got second, in, like, at Nationals. So I'm, like, used to – I've, been like, been in decent amount of finals, you know, mm-hmm. and I can see, like, what the good teams have. So it's actually losing to EG all that time, especially seeing when they win, how they act and stuff. That was really good to set me up for, yeah, like, Halo 5 in the future so much. Right. That that makes me think of the uh, Roy and Lunchbox send-off video. Both you and Snakebite had these amazing quotes for Roy and Lunch because they kind of taught you how to, to act when you win, right? Getting beat by them for so long, and then you see how they act, how kind of humble they are, and then you're able to carry that on into your own wins. And you were talking about kind of like what it takes to, to be a winning team and maintain that. Do you have any, uh, you know, ideas on, on what it really takes? Like, what, what do you think it is? Uh, one, it takes, like, discipline. Right. And two, it's pretty much... It just everyone has to be on the same page as a team, and like that kind of just falls into practice too. Like you have to practice an extreme amount. You gotta make sure you actually. And everyone wants to win. Like some people kind of just go, eh. Like I just want to, you know, I want to play Halo. I would do this for like do this for the money sure, type thing. Sure. Like it's all about winning. If you don't want to win, there's no chance like you're ever gonna be on a, a winning team like that. But yeah. yeah, it's mostly just like practice routine. And just being on the same page as your teammates, like the huge thing, and their goals. What about things like uh, ego management? Like Chris, do you ever have to deal with a bunch of conflicting egos or anything like that? Like people <laughs> popping off trying to take the sniper rifle. Let me in check, dog. <laughs> I think I've been I think I've been pretty fortunate because like, um, well, since I've been since I've been part of the team, like our rosters haven't really drastically changed. Like we went from, I guess, the H2A roster with Richie and Tom. To replacing Richie with Scotty, mm-hmm. then replacing, then I guess that would have taken us into Halo 5. Like the players that we've had have not really been like egotistical players. Right. Um, I think I had. No, sorry. Can I, I ask something? <laughs> oh, yeah, go for What's it. Up? Yeah, I was going to say just the players we add, cause I, it seems like a common theme. Everyone we add is like they're, they're added or the way they are 
we never have people that are like I don't know, like loud mouse or like cocky kind of. We're all right. like quiet. So that kind of just plays in like Brad is super quiet, like super good. It's just kinda of like how the people we pick up, like TJ, I mean he's yeah. kind of like a troll, but he's also like quiet. Yeah. He's not yeah. like any yeah. So it's just like I feel like the people that we pick up with their attitudes, it's just like a certain thing. That we're kinda of like humble and just quiet and just kinda of like the gameplay shows. Right. Something that people don't consider when they form rosters is like people just think, oh, we're just going to get the four best players we can find. But you could get players that are really good, but they don't like personality wise, they don't mesh with you in the slightest bit. Yeah. And you're not going to be a good team because one, your practice is going to suck, like be awkward or like weird. It's like, yeah. I don't know, maybe this teammate that you picked up is, has such a sick shot, but he's also a complete weirdo in and out of the game. Sure. Like, I don't know. Just, just like things like that. Like, <laughs> you got to, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, yeah, I, I hate to I hate to use the word vibes, but like sometimes yeah. a weird Dude, player can like say throw vibes. vibes and do not not say vibes. I, I hate that I'm saying the word vibes, but like yeah. you know the vibes. It's Somebody just the goals. Yeah. It's someone's. It's just the goals. It's what people's goals are. Some people have different goals. Some people sure. just want to be on a top team just so they can look cool or something. It's okay. It's all like what everyone wants at the end of the day. And you guys can snip that out real quick. You're saying yeah, it's so easy to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something and plus, I, I like noticed, everyone in sorry. the pro scene has has been around each other for so long and kind right. of knows the personalities of everybody. Where, unless you're like a, I don't know, like a player like Shotzi or someone else who just like came out of nowhere. Like most people know right. what your attitude is like and right. what you're like as a person. So it makes it a lot easier to, to find teammates and kind of pick people up. Yeah, there was something I noticed that I really respect about you guys. It's uh, it's the respect that you have for the competition, despite being that dominant team. Like everybody's like, oh, Tox is, you know, they're they're number one, they're dominating. Like it never seems like you're in a position where you you become lax as a result, or you think like, oh, we're comfy sitting in number one. You always take every single tournament as if you know you haven't won six tournaments in the past. You know what I mean? It's always like take it with that same face value, respect your your opposition in the, in the same way that you would like it's you like you haven't won a championship yet. Um, do you, yeah. you guys get that? Yeah. Yeah, you always want to, we always try to strive for, like, you know, if we lose a game, like, why? Like, we shouldn't be losing a game. We yeah. always want to win, like, a series, like, 3 0, or whatever. And yeah. then we always know, like, even if you're winning, it's not going to last forever. Like, we're someone's going to be, like, catch up or we're going to have close games. Like, you right. can't just win forever. Someone's going to form a team just like Splice. You know, we are winning, and then out of nowhere, they just form some random team and, you, they just come and win. So it's like you have to always right. strive to be better. Absolutely. So let's dive back into the series real quick because you guys make a, a two-game comeback. You tie it up. It goes to game five, and then we hit Shrine Slayer, which is something yeah. that you wouldn't expect to go to go the distance. Uh, let's jump into Shrine Slayer, and you can tell me all about the shotgun because I, I know uh, APG, I think, goes off with the shoddy for, like, I think, like, three minutes he has shotgun and sniper. I don't know if you'll be able to find it, John, but just let's get some uh, some shrine gameplay up here. When you... There we go. So here we is, this a, is this a replay? Uh, actual... No, it can't be a replay because uh, the replays are five minutes, right? We'll talk about yeah, that. You right. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. All right, look Why at they... this. Look at this. Yeah, Next-gen actually... jumped. I specifically wanted to grab this. What do you guys think about that? The uh, the boosting. That's oh, like reminiscent really of like Counter Strike. <laughs> we are nuts. Yeah, we I think we. Boost? I don't even remember. Do I didn't even know we did that. Yeah, because I know you could do. There was like spring jumping in this game, so you yeah. kind of like jump up the ring three by yourself. But yeah, I know we did this a decent amount. Like at standoffs and stuff, we boost people up. And we didn't oh, get too dude. many boosts because there's only. I don't know. I think there wasn't I that many boosts. So many. Boosts. 
I remember so many specific moments from this game, from this series now. Like, I remember there was a moment where EJ got boosted up, car. and he, yeah, he literally he said, yo, boost me up. I'm going to 4 APG on yeah. their carbine. He literally, he literally said that and just forced the guy the carbine. And I was like, I'll remember okay, that what's every day. I don't know why. I can't forget that moment. He goes, he goes boost me up. I'm going to kill this guy. Did he boost up. Because ding, APG ding, kept ding, like over challenging and like peaking. And then he PJ was just like, all right, I have enough he of this so, kid. He got pissed. Boost me. I'm boring him and coming back. Oh he kills God. him. There's like, so right, many little things I remember. I remember you, you like 180 sniping someone too on. Uh... That was an overtime. Yeah, like what? That was to like dude, tie the game, dude. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much nonsense going on. Dude, this was. I think after this series, like, you can never be nervous in a game five. Like, I think I think that's probably why, like, in game fives in Halo Five, we were so good because if you if you were to actually follow like our team like very closely in H2A. Right. We probably played more game fives than anybody. We were game five every event. There's like a game five every time. And that's when the grand so like, finals spree started as well, when you guys weren't outside the top three. Like you and uh, Snakebite, uh, you know, you already had your streak going at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, he did. This map was super stand. Look how, look at it. It's been like, what? Is that six? This game was now? so and slow. It's nine to nine. Yeah. Because no one wants to make, it's just so hard. There's two snipers and no one wants to make a mistake. Yeah. Nobody wants to die. You're saying it's easier to shoot as well, so... Yeah, you can get cross-map from pretty much anywhere. And yeah. then, there's, once again, there's no... Like, this map's pretty open, so once you start pushing, you can't go back. You're pretty much just... Yeah. Yeah, and they have rockets and snipe here, and it's 25-23. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So, yeah, I, earlier when I got to that boost jump, uh, just thinking about it, like, of course, you can get up there on your own, but the reason why you're doing that boost is because you're vulnerable. If you walk across that bridge, the boost will get you yeah. all the way up to ring three without that risk of going across the bridge being in the line of sniper fire, which is so interesting. We don't really see that anymore because we have so many abilities and things like that that'll get you up on vertical uh, you know, areas without your teammate. What do you guys think of mechanics like that? Do you think we should bring stuff like that back in future Halos? Did that, did that make it more fun? Uh, uh yeah, I, I honestly like it because I know in Counter Strike, if I play it, there's like all this type of boosting in that game too, where people go on top of each other's heads above. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a little different. They have like smokes and you know different stuff, but I liked it in this game too. It just gives a different uh aspect. Using it's like more teamwork. You have to like call that out and you know yeah. jumping on top of each other's head mid game is always fun <laughs> instead yeah. of just clambering or. It makes you know, it more of like an angles game. And there's more different, there's like just different angles to worry about and mm. different ways to outplay people. Oh my god, I remember this too. Make the uh, gameplay. Well, what was happening here? I, I'm on their side right now by right, myself, right. and there's literally three of them oh, chasing yeah. me. I'm killing people and running around. Look, I'm just, I'm snapping his ankles left, right, and center. That's where we win. Isn't no, yeah, we, no, we, yeah, you, you get, no, you we, do work we here. this is the tie. This is the time. Yeah. Hey, what? what? No. Well, this is going yeah, all the way. The time, the yeah, it's 30 seconds. Go to 30, yeah. Yeah. How do we See, look, I'm getting, look, I'm getting so many kills. I don't know what happened. And then, look, we died. I'm like, oh, no. And then they all they have to push. Yeah. yeah it's going to be for the last kill for the... Yeah, so they have a tie. And then 15 yeah. seconds. Nobody wants to move, I don't think, for the, the last... Uh, oh, oh, my God. God. Say, yeah. he got He's the best player. He'd never... Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And that's the thing is I saw his face after the series. That's probably the, the moment that he's thinking about right there. All I had to do was hit that snipe. Yeah. We would have lost. Yeah, so that... You know, oh you just think, oh, we got a tie game, we got a replay. But, uh, the replay's a little different. So the replays are five minutes each. What's that all about? Yeah. So when you do, after you tie, they just obviously do the five minutes. And I think it's, yeah, is it 
I wonder if it's, I think it's 50, right? I can't remember. But yeah, it's five minutes and then pretty much no one five gets any kills. It's kill. like, yeah, five minutes most kills. I think it's something. No one ever gets 50 in five minutes. There was um, also one moment I want to jump back to, and John, I'm sorry if I'm throwing all these timestamps at you, but hopefully you got this one. Uh, Royal 2 at one point passes the sniper off to Snakebite. I wanted to show that. I, I really like that. I remember that. that. I actually, this uh, is another here we go. I here we go with this. Here we go. Here we go. I like this moment, man. Uh, just you because... could not hit the ring three angle for some reason this, in this yeah, game. You yeah. could not hit Whoever it. was ring three was literally trolling, and they wouldn't. Like, I was trying to snipe this guy, and he kept moving as soon as I. It was so awkward to hit this. Because, like, uh-huh. he's just like. I don't know. He's going back and forth. He has rockets. I'm like, what is he doing? And I couldn't hit it. And I remember I was like, all right, PJ, go kill this. Like, just take it because I can't hit this. Look at this. I, it was pissing me off. So I just gave it to PJ. Yeah, we probably don't have audio in the background for it, but I love this because you can hear the comms. They're they're doing a listen in during this, and you're you can see that you're getting fed up. You're like, yeah, I just I can't yeah. hit this guy because yeah, every time I jump, he moves, and it looks. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, clearly it's, it's not meant. Yeah, it's not meant to be right now. So. Yeah, I remember but, just giving it to PJ, yeah, and then he snipes right. somebody immediately. He does, yeah. And that's what I love about the transition is, like, other players, I think, with, like, an ego, they get frustrated, but they wouldn't want to drop that snipe. You know, they would they would try to figure it out or whatever. But you just decide, you know, snakebite, you have it. Snakebite takes it. And there's no there's no issue with that. Like, you guys just seem like you yeah. gel really well together. Oh, yeah. It's very easy to pass it off and change roles. You know, there's no hard feelings about the fact that you couldn't get that guy ring three, you know? <laughs> yeah, still- no, I, I, I was still looking. I was like, this is where I was like, I'm, oh, I'm so mad, take it, please. Yeah, here it is, yeah. I'm going to be down the yeah, wall. Yeah, that's the last draw right yeah, there. Like, yeah. like. No, but I had full confidence. Time, I dropped it to PJ. I know he's yeah, here sniper, it is, right? I was like, And then he grabs it, and I think he snipes the guy ring three just instantly. I hope somebody right after. Of course, PJ hit some weird shot that, like, doesn't make sense. Something like this, but I think it's yeah, a- I have no problem dropping the sniper. Even in Halo Five, even the last like uh, Halo Three event or the second one, the the one we won, uh, or something like I wasn't, I was kind of like not hitting snipes or I, I don't know, like something just felt weird, and I was like, PJ, just like grab it, like I don't, like I don't care, I don't mind if I'm not hitting everything I oh, should be hitting, then yeah. And that's got to be no part of the reason why you guys are as good as you are, because you have so much faith in each other. You have no problem just dropping that snipe, changing roles, and letting him take over. Uh, watch him stay alive here, which is nuts. He he whiffs the shot, and then watch this. Dude, the water, you can't. Yeah. Look at all the nades coming in. <laughs> they, not a fan of the indicators, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Dude, it's <laughs> the water. What the? Oh, my God, he's run. <laughs> you get a kill we had a little this? lead, too, here. I think we, yeah, we had 19 to 16. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I think he goes down here. He goes, oh, down. my he gets God, so yeah. Close. Oh, uh, did you see the little head tilt? Like the, yeah. He missed the no-scope. He's so sad about it. <laughs> All right, now we can uh, we can jump back to the uh, the, the replays because these are the five-minute rundowns. But, yeah, like you were saying, the uh, the water gets in the way there, too. You can, And that's actually a strategic thing that people were doing. They, they'd shoot it before, uh, you know, people came up. If they, they predicted that somebody was going to pressure the base, you would shoot it beforehand, and then you yeah. had all this cover. Yeah, that was a cool, actually a cool kind of thing. I think they had it in both bases, yeah. So. It worked good on bomb too. You're trying to plant the bomb, you shoot the water, like if you're yeah. Yeah. So if we jump to the replays, uh John, I know that the third replay was one of the most exciting. Royal two you <laughs> ended that with uh you oh, saved the game God. with a headshot. That's where we're gonna oh, have yeah. 
There's, I, remember, I still remember that. Yeah, I remember exactly what's happening, play-by-play. Yeah. I, I don't know if you'll be able to find it, John, but if you look at, like, uh, the HCS update video number three, they actually do, like, a run-through of all of the final moments of each of the reruns. I, I feel like... I, <laughs> You might not have it back there, yeah, but if I think you do. it's the third. I think it's the third replay. Uh, yeah, the third replay. It's the third replay. It's, it's, it's at the very end, the last minute, because I think yeah. that's when we we had to like. Oh, you push. can't do this jump, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I tried it for. Uh, no way, my movement. Like, did, no way. That jump looks weird. I didn't yeah, really play this game too much. I don't know. It's pretty easy, but for some reason, mm-hmm. struggling. Yeah, I feel like we have the lead in every single one of these. How did we keep tying? I think they kept pushing, and then we just, we yeah, because they had to push, and then we'd die, and then we had to push. Back and forth. It's four to one. Yeah, right here. Here it is, yeah. Oh, like, no. Yeah, Whoever he's like, you'll boost me, and let me... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so if you go, oh, do, go oh, back a little bit, go, go tie that, one, two, dude. Show all, Dude, all that was insane. You go back to the Dude, start look at Nin- There's Ninja. Yeah, Ninja's there. That's why I wanted to grab it as well. You can see it popping off with Jess. Um, I think look, how, is- look at how glued to the, like, everyone was in that crowd. That, that was, was the sickest crowd I think I've ever played in. Yeah. Oh, my God, right here. Look at this. Tom didn't get this kill. This guy. Li- how did we not? <sighs> look, this one second so left. Tom nailed. dies. Oh, my God. Is actually insane. Back, yeah, this is actually the most insane game I've ever played. And it, I remember right here, this is where I was screaming. PJ literally said we have we have to push, and I was like, PJ behind us, behind us, because I heard someone shoot me. So I literally just jumped across as fast as I could because I know there's like five seconds left. And for some reason, Arcanum, like that was a big misplay. He just challenged me for no reason, or like I, he didn't need to do that. He walked out, and I just sniped him in the head immediately. <laughs> Dude, this was cr- this was this had to be one of the best series ever. Look at my head. I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, this is. And then, Have you okay, ever felt we... this way in a tournament before, right? Like you, you tie, no, tie I... like you throw your head. Yeah, yeah, I, so this weird. never I happened ever to me. You, like have emotion. The game fives or whatever, but yeah, th- these are. I think I had a little bit more emotion back then, because I don't, I don't know why, but this this just made as you can see, I'm like, scre- yeah, we'll reach you. Like after this series, we we just we had yeah. we like we just become numb to like clutch moments after this. After so many ties, kind of you're just like, what? what yeah, I, I don't even know if I was even, I wasn't even nervous oh, after so man. many ties. Because after you go through, you're just like, okay, here we go again. It's the same thing. It's, yeah. It's so that's fun, it. though. That's the series then, right? Like, that's the series that, that, like, you can never be afraid of a game five again. You got all the warm-up no. you ever need. The, the issue with that, though, is how long is that? You guys were playing, it was a two, if you watch it on YouTube, it's over two hours of time. We were gassed. Spent. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we got absolutely smacked in the finals. Like, I don't, I think I we think got 3-0. 3-0. Yeah. 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 I think we, we used literally all our energy because, I mean, that's so much adrenaline after playing right. a game five. Well, one, you're down 2-0. Then you come back and bring it to a game five. Then you play, what is it, five overtime, whatever it was. And then you go on to play finals, and you're just like, mm-hmm. you haven't ate anything. You haven't, you're just like, okay, well, yeah, probably one of the rougher finals. Yeah. Yeah, so EG, unfortunately, still a dominating force, closing that out. It just, that that seemed like a grand finals in itself. I'm not really sure how the, the grand score yeah. is. Um, but that did actually close out HCS season one. So for your first year there, you, so that would, that would be the end of season one, season two kicked off in April. 
and they had a couple more events going onwards into Halo 5. Uh, did you ever expect that things would kind of turn out the way that they did with your squad? Like, uh, what did you think, like, at the time when you were just, you know, you're just at the, the coattails or whatever, you're right behind EG, or you're right, you know, in that spot where you could be number one. Did you did you see it coming in the way that it did? Uh, no, actually, I, I don't know. I, I didn't really know what to think. Because I know back then, I feel like we were just kind of going tournament to tournament. I feel like yeah. every tournament was... You didn't know if you're gonna win or how were you gonna place. Cause I feel like later on, like in Halo Five and stuff, I I could kind of predict the future. Not predict the future, but you could see from like scrims and like qualifiers who could kind of be like where. But yeah. uh, in H two A, it was kind of like a top. I mean, EG was always first. We were always like you know second, obviously. But online, you just couldn't tell from practices. People were getting right. like destroyed in scrims, so it was actually really hard to tell when you go into a tournament where you place. So I, we actually kind of. You didn't really know. It was kind of hard, but going moving forward is more predictable. Yeah, yeah. So exciting times in Halo history, and now, of course, here we are today. We are we're back with Halo Three again. You guys are still competing. Uh, do we want to jump forward to Atlantic City? Do you want to talk about that at all? Is that uh? Sure, I don't care. Yeah. How how did that go for you guys? What did you think of the event? Uh, the event was actually pretty pretty cool. I like the. Like the stage and everything, the event was like right in the hotels. It was super nice. I think yeah. the all the gameplay, like there was really no issues. I think, uh, yeah, it was actually a pretty good event. I liked the different location for one. Yeah, yeah. Did you have a lot of practice leading up to it? Uh, how has practice uh, been? It's been like kind of weird these days. Or that's the only that's the problem we had. Yeah. There, no one was playing at all before this tournament. We had, I think, we scrimmed. So the last tournament was Dallas, and that was in. Eight, or May, June, mm-hmm. first week of June. Right. I think we practiced 14 times in those from in then between. to, yeah. <laughs> so we literally barely, like, just no one was playing. Every team was changing, like, every week. Mm-hmm. So we got, like, really bad practice. We had, like, people were out of the country, and it's just, like, we couldn't, it was just, it was so bad for practice. Uh, no one was really playing. I don't know. And then, obviously, like, Frosty's team formed, like, five days before, for, like, a week. But they never played. So there's just a bunch of teams just forming, and it was, Probably not the best prepared we've ever been. We tried preparing, but it's just hard now. Uh, but yeah, so it was a little rough. Yeah, I'm not sure if we'll be able to get any gameplay up in the background. If we can, that'd be great as well. Of course, uh, the tough series that you guys had, you had Aspire, um, was a rough one that brought you into losers, and then that made things difficult going onwards into to gold members. Uh, do you remember anything from those series, like some of the the troubles that you faced against Aspire? Uh, I don't really. I remember just we playing. Yeah, we were just really slow. We I couldn't really even. We, we lost, and I. It was one of those series. I was like, I don't know. I, I, I We lost, and I was like, which is. I don't even know what happened. Where I, we were just kind of like, I look at each other. We're like, okay, I guess because we, we never, we don't really lose early on. Like we, I've, I've never. Right, I don't think I've lost. We always lose like winners finals. So exactly. we lost that early, and I, I think it's the main reason too, because we played them so early because our pool. Because usually we play like a lower seated or a higher seated team. Mm-hmm like a 10 seed or something like that. But since the seeds were, I guess, a little like different or whatever, I don't know what the seeds were, we played them round one. So we played like a really good team round one and we ended up losing. So it was a little confusing because we we're like, are we top 12? And we had to play like more losers matches that day. So we were right. kind of like out of sorts uh, when that happened. But yeah, I think during that match, we were just, we just played really off. I don't know. I was like, I think it was the first time we played like that. Yeah, we just didn't play too good. Yeah, it did seem like Aspire were almost like designed just to take you out. Like every other team, they seemed to be struggling, but uh, against you, they had something figured out. I'm not sure what it was. <laughs> yeah, I think we practiced for some a couple times. I'm not sure. I played them in some cups, and we've always played their team. 
denial actually we screened them a lot so like right. when they before they picked up i think they had demon d right i don't fantasy, even know the fantasy. Yeah. Oh, yeah fantasy okay yeah so i don't think we actually screened them at all before the tournament but we played them three like shelly mm-hmm. uh straight sick and aries like lots before this so i'm pretty sure they know how we play and we know how they play so they got us figured out pretty good uh, dare I ask about APG's controller? Did did he get that fixed? Dude, Dude. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even Dude, know about that. Why? I don't know. After the series, after the series, he just goes or someone said something, and they're like, or PJ's like, "What happened to your controller?" I was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And I literally saw the VOD of him just AFK dying. Like I didn't even know that happened. I can't believe that actually just happened. And we and it happened two times, and he died twice yeah. with snipers. Yeah, or one time was with a sniper. A... I didn't even we know that happened. I would have been first. freaking out. I would have been freaking out if that happened to me. He didn't say a single word. We have a yeah, we thought it was a cable issue at first, and then I, I had a spare cable, so we replaced the cable, and it's yeah, still happening. Yeah, and it still so. happens. I don't know. I guess his controller or something. That's that was had actually... a Lego too. I think it was just yeah. A... My, oh Dude, my god. You know, you know I... when you have a you, you just have <laughs> moments where things <laughs> are just not meant rushing. to be. That event was just not meant to be. That, that, that tournament event was, was not. We were not meant <laughs> we, to win that tournament. That there event was too many weird That things. event was chalk, as we call it. That, that event was absolutely chalk. After that happened, I remember getting the or killing Pistola, getting or going to get the OS, and my Xbox just shuts off. You're waiting on OS. Yeah, and then they restart the thing. Kill me with sniper. Kill TJ. Get OS. Get rockets. Gap a flag. All right. Good night. That was it. I already knew. Yeah. Like that was it was over at that point. Yeah, that's the brutal thing about high stakes games too. When you have a game on the pit too, they last so long as well. Yeah. Like it's like a marathon well, in pit itself. Flag, was it pit flag too? And like that's like we were we were just so bad at that game type. Yeah, we were not good at that game type. So and we were gonna tie. We're like, okay. That was like the one moment where we could have maybe squeaked out a win like before the lag out, and then it just it got reset, and we're like, oh no. Yeah. If we would have won pit flag, that would have been huge. We that that game type was basically just like an auto loss for us at that tournament. Yeah. Um, and then I know Lux wanted to play against you guys. They won the tournament. One of their the biggest you know things they were saying is they didn't get a chance to play Tox. It's almost like not like a real win in a way. Uh, did you guys? What did you think of Lux uh, in their performance? I, I did not even know they were going to do that well. I I can't. I don't know how long they were a team either. I don't even know if they. I think they actually they practiced a decent amount, but we never got to play them online. We never our screen versus them. But I was I was I was like they were just playing amazing. I don't know. I did not think they were going to do that well, but. They, they were just, when they made it to the winners' finals, I was like, yeah. "All right, you guys are something serious." They were just yeah, all on fire that tournament. Like they were individually, I think they were all playing probably some of the best. Yeah, I saw Ronnie like, drop twenty-three kills on Amp Slayer. Yeah, I don't no, know if anyone like remembers 20, that. Yeah, versus Eric or versus the, their team. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, what? I can't even do that in matchmaking." I don't know what this guy. I remember watching yeah. him. He he was killing like seven one shots every spawn. I was like, "Okay," right. I was like, "These guys are." The best yeah, they were just like I don't know what they what they did. I do remember like remember Goofy Matthew before the tournament. He was like, oh, I'm gonna play like 09 Warriors Goofy this event, and well, then he, yeah, just, he did say he goes that. and wins the tournament. Like I don't know what he was he on did. something that he we didn't oh, know about. Yeah. He just had some kind of mental. I don't know. He was uh, he was ready to go. Ace gave him some of that some like good stuff. I don't know. He got yeah. He was on the the ace <laughs> mentality. Ace, 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 we'll go with the Ace mentality. Yeah, I mean, I saw Ace uh, meditating there too. He'd lie down on the floor. You, you don't want to disturb really. the guy. He, uh, well, I saw him levitating like before the <laughs> series. Yeah, he levit- He was levitating. Straight up. Uh, yeah, that's wild. Floating in midair. Crazy. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So I mean, is that is that exciting at all when you think like uh, like Lux is powerful as they seem to be? 
right now. That's the next uh, big team you're going to have to go up against going onwards into uh, Atlanta. Do you guys, you know, do, are you looking to get back on that grind practice and prepare yourself for that? Yeah, I think we're actually supposed to scrim sometime this week versus them, actually. But, yeah, hopefully we can start getting more practice because I know they, the Lux likes to play a lot, so hopefully we can play them. Other teams, hopefully they hear this and want to play more. Yeah. Yeah, so I think we're going to start playing probably this week because there's the UGC Cups, I think. UGC, right? right, the qualifiers yeah, are coming Yeah, and up. I think they start <laughs> this weekend or next week. Or yeah, this weekend, I think. I'm not sure, but they're, like, all of October. So mm. now we get to play in something, and hopefully people start practicing. Right, right. And of course, like there's Halo Reach, there's Infinite coming out. You guys just all kind of on that waiting game as well, just looking for the next thing. Yeah, I'm really excited. I want to play Halo Reach. I did yeah, all you the... played it on PC, right? Yeah, you got, you got a chance. Yeah, that's where I've been playing it. I've been doing the testing, and I had played the was it the firefight and then the, the campaign. It was actually really good. So I want to play yeah. the multiplayer. I can't wait because I just want to try something like playing just something different, especially on the PC. I'm I'm so excited. I want Halo on PC so bad, like just be able to play it. My, right. Would my, you want competitive there or? Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't mind if it was on like I've. For me, I think competitive should be on PC. Like we should use the PCs. Right. But then, like if you play on controller, that's fine. Or if you want to play on keyboard, yeah. I guess that should be fine too. But I mean, I'd probably use a controller. Like I'd want to play it. But if it's on Xbox, that's fine. But I think PC, like running tournament wise and just like specs and everything, is so much easier on PC. It's just yeah. like you can, yeah. I think it'd just be easier for tournaments, like less hassle, all that. But I think it's such a future of how these tournaments need to go. Like, I noticed, like when we were at when we were at Atlantic City, for instance, like we had so many issues with, yeah, um, like Xbox Live going down or like, um, little like having to reset the build and stuff like that, or just like even something goes wrong and you have no idea what it is. Just I feel like troubleshooting in general is way easier. Just troubleshooting on a, on a PC, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I think I my personal opinion with how I think Halo needs to start having tournaments or at least try it out for one event, mm-hmm. playing on PC and then I don't know whether it's like people have the option to use controller, or mouse and keyboard, or whatever. But I think I just think of it like it's like Fortnite. Like you just make the game more accessible to more people. Right. The better the like what? How can that hurt you? Right. Yeah. I already have so many people like that play Counter Strike. Like I have uh, some friends that play Counter Strike and stuff. And they all like they they know what's going to PC and like there's so many people that I'd play from mm-hmm. other games that I want to play because everyone's waiting for a shooter to come out, like a good shooter. So it was, yeah, like, I feel the like this is the time, game. right? Yeah, literally Dude, perfect. Like, everyone, it's like a time. drought. There's like a drought right now for good like PC like shooter it. games. Besides, because it's all BRs right now. <laughs> yeah, so this would be like the first. I mean, this and I mean Call of Duty, I guess, but. It's mostly this is like the one that everyone wants because I'm everyone's just been, you know, everyone's love Halo, or everyone loves Halo, so mm-hmm. just want to play a good game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Do you think Reach would fill the drought at all? Though it's being a little bit older, it's on that Steam wish list. It's up there. I think anything on PC, well, I don't think it will fill everyone's like you know needs with a new Halo or anything, but I think yeah. it will definitely bring more people like, to play. I know like Summit, you know, like some streamers would play that played Halo back in the day. I think they definitely play it and stuff. So yeah. bring it to PC is you're only going in the right direction. Definitely. I think no bloom, no sprint reach on PC would be really fun. Like it's gonna be I, cool. again, I'm speaking for how I feel, and again, like I'm I'm not a player, so maybe what I'm saying is not how other people feel. But well, I know Matthew's saying this earlier too. Like we've been playing Halo Three for quite a while now, and this right. is like a 15 year old game or something like that. Yeah, 2007 to now. Yeah, so it's years. it's a really 
it's a really old or yeah, it's a really old game that we've been playing for a long time. I think we just need like we just need a change of pace. Right. I don't know whether it's playing a few Halo Reach tournaments or trying something different. Like I think we've kind of Halo Three is a great game, but I think it's kind of the point now where at the top competitive level, it's like everyone knows how to play it properly. You're not really, I don't know, it feels like you're not really challenging yourself anymore. Like you're just right. kind of going through the motions. Right, right. All the, the strategies are kind of out there and, and known, have been for a long time. It's hard to really reshape or, or you know, change them out in any significant way at this point. Exactly. Um, yeah. At this point, I am also looking for questions in the chat, guys. If you do want to ask a question for Royal 2, Royal 1, feel free. Let me know. Uh, we do have a question here. Um, although I already know the answer for this, uh, interesting question, but it says, uh, did you prefer Halo 5 with radar and ARs? Uh, did you guys expect Splice to be so explosive? <laughs> uh, no. No, definitely not. I don't even like the radar. Wait, is this the radar, the, the old radar? Or just, wait, what was the question? Like the, well, I mean, radar, radar and ARs in general, I don't think anybody preferred oh, Halo 5. Oh, there was like radar, Halo yeah. radar and SMGs. It had no, the old, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was needed, but it was, like, the, the final version of the radar? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, that was, well, because the old one, I mean, I was just crouching around, like, because you had to, like, I, I couldn't, I'm always looking at my radar, and I was just like, this is insane. Mm-hmm. So I ended up me, me playing super slow, because I would just crouch around everywhere. But the new radar, I think that was needed, because if you don't have radar, I mean, you're going to have Shotzi flying off walls, like, you can't, you don't know right. where anyone is. There's so many ledges, so I think you, like, need it, but same time, like, I don't, don't want it. So, mm-hmm. definitely... I didn't really enjoy, especially the ARs. That wasn't that fun. I mean, I liked it, but definitely not the most competitive. Yeah, yeah, the ARs for sure. The radar, I, I agree with you. You don't want it to be there. It adds so many like, indicators. Like you know where where your teammates are yeah. without even looking at their names. You've got yeah. you know so many different ways to keep up with what's going on. But at the same time, the game is is fast paced with four eight players on a map with no nothing to track abilities. It could I could see be pretty wild. Yeah. Um, we have a, a question here from Poke, Pokemon Strosity. Uh, says, UGC, how do you feel the shot registration at MCC has affected the tournaments overall? That's a big one, actually. That's making me think about the Aspire game. At the very end, I saw your face, Bro, Royal 2. Shots, you fired dude. a shot. You got a blood shot. At the very so end, bad and I, I, I sniped them. I sniped them. Looked away. Immediately went to snipe. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I can kill them. They capped. I literally just, I'm like. I said to my team, I was like, there's no way I ever miss that. There's no way. There's literally no way I missed that. He's jumping in a straight line, and I hit him. I don't, that was weird because I didn't even see blood. It just went through him and did Neither nothing. Did I. And I was like, yeah. yeah, so I was super confused. I don't know. It, it's unfortunate that I don't. there's so many, like, blood shots. And, yeah, do you think it's miniscule like, or major? Sorry, is the, la- the second question. Do you think it's a uh, major issue at this point? I don't know. I don't like to complain about that stuff. Right. Like, I, I like to always go past it. Like, I mean, online, I complain about, like, connection and stuff, but, like, bullets not registering, I try to, like, get around it. I think I don't know if it's major, like, how major, but it, it's it's decent. I don't know. It's decently right. decently a problem, yeah. I, I can't say how much because I know sometimes, you know, you'll snipe somebody, they'll get away, and they might kill somebody. But I know definitely online it's way worse. On land it's not the worst, but online it gets pretty, uh, pretty sketchy my, sometimes. My take, my take on it is that, it's, I think for, if I were to be someone that does not play Halo or is kind of on the outside looking in, mm-hmm. and I were to see stuff like that, I'd be like, uh, like, I'd be a little right. sketched out. Like, do I really want to, like, do I want to play this game? Where I don't know, like some, 
Yeah. Some people might think like that, right? Where they That's they, they just they, they nitpick little things like, oh my god, the shots don't even register properly in this game. Like I'm not going <laughs> to play it. Like yeah. But that's how some people think, right? They they nitpick at little things like that. Yeah. And that could be all it takes because... for little Timmy down the street that was probably going to maybe spend the next five ten years of his life playing Halo to just not play now. Yeah, because I, I now, don't know. That's... Nowadays that cannot fly. Like imagine Fortnite or any yeah. game where you can just shoot somebody and it doesn't do anything. That would be fi- that would be like. Yeah. immediately but now yeah. since we're all accustomed because we played it 10 years ago and that's how it was mm-hmm. but like if you had to make a new game now you'd never use projectiles like i don't think that's oh, you don't think Halo would the, work? i don't know yeah. well, they still do just, it nowadays in brs right yeah they, they do in some which i think is fine but the way with like shooting a br constantly and the way the bullets you have to like i remember i was talking just to my some of my friends that don't play and wanted to play and i was like I was trying to explain Halo 3. I was like, you have to like lead your shots. And they're just like, what? I mean, like it makes sense, but they're, yeah. it's, it's just like such a weird concept because they're yeah. so used to like, you know, other shooters where you just kind of like shoot at them. So it's kind of hard. It, it kind of gives like a skill gap though. It does. But at the same true. time, it's, it gets random. So it's like a little bit of both. I don't know. Yeah. There's a combination of leading your shot and also not having a hit marker and having yeah. to like very closely focus yeah. on where each bullet is landing. It takes time yeah. to get used to seeing no, where the yeah. bullets are going. That's, that's that's a whole thing for me. That's that I what I that's kind of what I like about it too, because it's like yeah. I gotta make I gotta make videos on this. It's like how to lead your shots <laughs> on, under man. different connections and stuff. Yeah, so oh, it's kind of like it actually thing. is like a skill thing, yeah. but it gets random at points. So it's like even though you can counter this uh, the the BR burst by leading. Sometimes it just won't do anything, so it's like you can do your best, but it won't, won't fix it sometimes. Jeez. Yeah, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, we've come, we were accustomed to it. We've seen it. It was present back in Halo 3. I'm not sure if it's more, you know, it's happening a little more frequently now. It seems like it is. But um, but because we're used to it, we kind of deal with it. But, yeah, outsiders, that was a great point, Chris. Like, looking in, you see something like that. It's like, you know, do I even compete in this? And you know, we we wouldn't expect anything like that going forward with Halo, but it is unfortunate. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, SFI says, uh, how cool is it teaming with your brother, and what is the best and worst part of being teammates? Hmm. Wait, who's answering this? Both of us? Uh, yeah, well, who's, I don't know who's this for. Uh, Chris, go first. Um, so it's, it's what's the best and worst the part of being teammates? Uh, um, yeah. That's a weird question, because, like, I don't... We're like, actually... Me and my brother, we, and my brother we don't, don't like, even... Ever we don't never, fight. yeah, we'd never fight even in real life. Like maybe when mm-hmm. we were younger during Halo Two, we'd like roast each other and get mad for stealing kills. But like now, like when we play, he's never said we never get like. There's no need to get mad at him. Like I don't know why we'd ever. You know. I think it's good. I think the best thing would just we don't argue or you know it's it's nice having your brother as a coach and like traveling together. So. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's weird because like. I don't know. It's you, when when you're there, you don't. When you're in game, it's not like oh, it's my it's my brother. I don't know. It's probably because I'm just yeah, so used to it, right? Like it's just like yeah. in game, like Matthew's just like another player. And then when we like are done playing at the tournament, like we go back to the hotel room and chill and order food and whatever. And it's just like I don't know. It's I don't, I think it's just because we're probably so used to the dynamic of it that it doesn't really affect anything. But yeah, there's no like that. that I if you're to say like what's a negative thing about team with your brother, it's like well. Yeah, I don't think there is it. Like, I don't think there really is one. Like, one yeah. And for yeah. positives, it's just like I don't know. It's it's just cooler to do things with your brother than with some someone else, I guess. I don't know. It's, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, lucky for you guys, because Roy and I mean, Roy and Lunchbox cooperate together incredibly well, but they also yeah. bicker and fight constantly. I think it'd be def- it'd be way different if he was. If I was a player. If he was I think playing. If he's playing, we'd be completely way different. But as a coach, it's like you're not super involved with like the in-game stuff, so you're not right. like going over extreme problems. Like he does, he doesn't need to get super involved with that. Yeah. So it's not like I need to be like bickering, because I mean, every team bickers. So thank God we don't have to do that, but. Yeah, it's kind of the best part about the relationship as well is you don't have to worry about the like any kind of competition coming in between you or whatever. You're both focused yeah. on your own things. Yeah. Yeah. You can just do your best work. Um AKA Goodnight uh says, How do you uh go about being a free agent in Halo today? I've been solo queuing uh fifty HC, but all teams seem very clicky and unwilling to try out new players. Um, I think well yeah, that's the hard part, is you kinda yeah. just have to play like matchmaking is a huge thing, because I know that's like where most people play. You play matchmaking, you just kind of get known through there. Mm. It's it's a lot harder now. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to like get picked up on a a team in this grassroots like Halo Three because there's not that like set leagues and stuff that you can play in. Right. But definitely playing the qualifiers if you can't get a team is basically just proving how good you are and just showing people your skill level. Like that's what I did. You just play and also try not to burn any bridges when you're trying to make teams right. or anything. Like don't. Have like a loud mouth and like message people saying like why aren't you picking me up? Literally just let your gameplay like talk for itself. Yeah. Don't say anything. Like just play, and like that's the best thing you can do. Because I mean, if you start saying anything and just like making people think differently of you, then that's when you start having problems trying to get on teams. So the best thing is to do is just like not say anything. You know, just like be humble and just kind of play and mm-hmm. try to get picked up like that. It, it is a hard process. It's not Definitely. like something that happens overnight. You have to get lucky. It's not like it's sometimes people will pick other people up through friendships. So it's just mm-hmm. it's honestly based off luck and your skill level. Yeah. Any thoughts to add, Chris? Um, I think what Matthew said is pretty accurate. Like you got to put the time in, obviously, and then the luck yeah. fortune kind of comes into it. I think from my experience of just like seeing uh, like and players, like even when we go to these open events and like seeing how people act like that. Attitude is so important if you're an AM player. Like, if you're just, like, an annoying person, if you're not a good teammate, like, right. if you're just someone who... One thing is, so many AM players are, like, really, really cocky. Like, they mm. think that they deserve... Right. Like, they think that they deserve better teams, and they deserve these placements yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like these weird... It's like, it's like some kind of weird entitlement that a lot of, like, it, amateur players have. It's like and, the social media type thing now. Everyone like has social media and they're always like tweeting their stats and how good they are and stuff. I think that like corrupted all these like young players now. It's all about how good you yeah. look. Right. And so it's like it gives like a skewed perspective like yeah. how to so, better. Yeah, so I think that like as an AM player, like it's people are like, I don't know, I'm I maybe have an older brain where like I think you just gotta like literally just shut up and put your head down and just like put in the work. Right. And then you'll, like, if your gameplay is good enough, like, someone will notice. Like, someone will notice. Like, if you are, if you're truly good enough, like, someone will make a change on their team to get you on it. Right, right. So let the gameplay speak for itself. Don't burn those yeah, bridges, guys. That's, that's the um, biggest. And, yeah, well, well, you do have the, the bad side, or I guess the, you know, that, the side of social media where people just kind of show their ego and, uh, and post their photo of look at what I did in matchmaking. Um, also at the same time, you could use that, leverage that, I would say to your advantage. Like anything you can do to get your clips or your gameplay up online. I know Twitch streaming with like one viewer isn't, you know, 
uh, isn't the greatest experience. But at the same time, they have things like single Halo clips or something. Like, what if you get like a nasty overkill on Narrows in a competitive game, and then somebody sees that and they think you're you know you're good at the game? Yeah. I don't know. But ways to get your gameplay out there, I think, would definitely be helpful. Yeah. Um, timing right now is just rough, you know. So yeah, it's, we're just in that weird spot. The timing. So. Yeah. It's a little bit harder right now. Yeah. Uh, last question I got here. Trini Boy Zero uh, Zero asks: After competing through many titles for the noobs coming in, especially for Infinite, what tip would you give a team starting out? Uh, probably just to play as much as possible. Like the first thing you want to do as like a new team flash player to Infinite or to any, honestly, to any game, is just to like play as much as possible. And then once you play and you think. I mean, thank you. You just have to go, basically, to be good, you just have to go through routine. It's literally the same thing over and over again. That's how you just get good. Yeah. So if you want to play Infinite as a team, you guys just play together and just play the same thing over and over and over again and just try to, like, just get a routine down, especially with practicing. That's pretty much how you excel. Just, like, work on stuff, yeah. The more, yeah. like, the more you play and the more you grind with, like, and the thing is a set roster, like, Another thing, if we go back to the like the whole bad habits of AM players, is yeah, um, like making roster changes as soon as one bad thing happens. Right. Like that's that's such a terrible idea and such a terrible mentality. Like obviously, there's cases where some players are just not good and you need to make a change, but for the most part, like when you when you go through tournaments or you play online with your new teammates in this new game or whatever you're playing, like the more the more that you play together, the more in-game experiences you have that, like, you learn from. So, I don't know, you choke a 50-49 to 49 game like we did in Warlord or something like that. Well, we we learned from that. We said, okay, well, let's not be stupid and do these two things that made us lose the game, and then you're better for the next time. Like, lots of people will lose that 50-49. They're like, oh, my teammate just sucked. That's why we lost that. And then they don't they don't actually learn from it and get better. This is like, that's like where routine comes into play. Just, the more times you go through the motions and try all the different scenarios and in Halo Infinite it'll be even more valuable because there's gonna, everything's going to be new to everybody. Yeah. The more you play and go through all the different scenarios that you can go through, the more you'll know what is like the most optimal play at every point in time. And that just yeah. comes with, it sounds so cliche to say, but you literally just have to play more than everybody else. Yeah. So I guess have some perseverance to work through some of these struggles that you can work through instead of immediately kind of disbanding, right? Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's that's one thing that a lot of people yeah. have that short-sighted mentality where they're like, oh, we lost right now. Like, let's make a change that maybe will make you better in the short term, mm. but in the long term, it's it's not going to do you much. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. That covers everything I have for today's chat. Now, I know today we did a bit of rem reminiscing. We went back to the first season of HCS. Uh, thinking back on it and kind of looking forward into the future, is there anything you guys would love to see return or would love to see with the kind of future of HCS competitive, uh, aside from maybe just, you know, the game being good? Um, but, like, this first season, they had all this organization. They had these nice videos. They had this, like, you know, this layout as to how things are going to go. Online cups, land tournaments. Uh, any any thoughts on how you would like things to proceed in the future with Infinite? Um, I think everything's pretty good. I like the tournaments, especially when they're, like, uh, integrating them into, like, Dream Hacks and stuff. I really like that. Just a lot more people will see the game. So mm -hmm. the Dream Hack events are always uh, pretty well ran. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, more content, hopefully, like how they did in the recaps. Definitely. Like that's really good in Infinite if they did that, where they're showing 
especially in the beginning when they're bringing in new people that have no idea like what because there's gonna be so many new people that have on pc and whatnot uh so yeah like just recaps i think con like just a lot of content i think that's a new thing especially on twitter like on all like you know fortnite apex they have all right. this like just content that you just push out of just like you know clip not even clips just like in-game it's like you know sparns running around or like just like cut scenes or stuff like that that makes it appealing to people i think that for the game would be good yeah definitely yeah. yeah, I'd say I'd say one thing that I think needs to happen is, and I guess Matthew touched on it, integrating tournaments into like larger venues. Like, I, I think about that PAX tournament where we had that crazy replay. How there were just mm-hmm. people that started flooding into that venue that probably weren't even there to watch Halo, right? Just because like they heard from down the way that this crazy series was happening. So just stuff like that, getting it in spaces where there's more people. Mm-hmm. Um, content's really big. I think trying to get some more like influencer personalities involved in the space will always help. Um, also like building storylines and building like, um, like personal relationships with players and teams is going to be really important. Yeah. Like, I think like in Call of Duty or I don't know what other leagues you've got out there, like Counter Strike where there's, you kind of follow certain teams and you follow certain players and kind of got your villains and your heroes and, you know, those kind of cliche storylines. I think those, those go a long way and it kind of gets fans and spectators to connect with the game on like a more personal level. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also, that's something that needs uh, to happen. And, and also, I think, uh, also just like streamers and casual, like we need more because I feel like Halo is like so much about competitive. In other games like Call of Duty, you know, Call of Duty has like trick shotters. Like we right. need, like we have that in Halo. Like the I forget their names, but I always see like the clips of them like just doing 360 no scopes and stuff. Yeah, I don't right. know, like stuff is so awesome to see. Like if yeah. we, I want more of those. Like I know like competitive is that's good and all, but it brings such a different audience when you see just others like casual stuff going on. I think that's another thing that would help just that's the really game true. go forward. Yeah, bringing yeah. like street just streamers in and aren't aren't trying to compete. I feel like. Everyone that plays Halo is just so focused on competing. We need people that just want to play, you know, for fun. I mean, we have that now, but yeah. I feel like there should be a lot more uh, people that are just trying to play for, like, content, you know, just for people that just want to watch, you know, fun, fun time. Just, just different things to get people playing your game, whether or not it's the esports platform, whether or not it's, like, a social plat, like a social playlist platform. Maybe it's, like, a yeah. Battle Royale. Like, I don't know, something to, like, to get people the first step is you got to get people in the door, right? You got to get them to try your game and then start playing it. And mm-hmm. whether they get into it through competitive, social, whatever it is, that gets them in the door and then it gets them familiar with things. Like I think of, I don't know, I'm trying to think of games that do that really well right now. It's like, like League of Legends or Counter-Strike. League of Legends, like, like you start off playing as a casual. And, and yeah. There's, there's, there's something for everybody in that game. So I think that's that'll be something that's that will help determine the success as well. The crazy thing is I feel like Halo did it the best. Uh, you yeah. know, back in the day in, in Halo Three, especially they had totally the, the the largest package. They had all, you know, all this content and so many different ways to experience it, and so many different reasons why people fell in love with Halo, whether it was like Griffball or Race or whatever it was. Um, but I agree, like diversity and content is going to be huge, and hopefully HCS Grassroots and the people that they partner, they can get you know a, a lot of uh, diversity there, so they can showcase different types of content and ways for people to fall in love with Halo all over again. So. 
hopefully that happens in the future, guys. Uh, that's what we're all looking forward to. But, of course, next stop is Atlanta. Expecting big things from you guys once again. I know you're going to practice up and be ready to go. Um, but that covers everything today, man. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for Thanks having us. us. Yeah, no problem. Looking forward to Atlanta. All right, that closes today's show. Thank you to Royal One, Royal Two for joining us. And thank you, viewers, for joining us in the chat. I know some of you guys are waiting for our grassroots giveaway. If you type estimation mark grassroots, you enter yourself into the giveaway. However, the winner has probably already been selected. Let's find out who it is. I'm going to check the Discord here. Uh, John, just let me know when you got it. Uh, this will give you your BR skin and nameplate. Here we have them type in. Trini Boy, zero, 00 wins the giveaway. Trini Boy, congratulations. Enjoy your goodies. Uh, I assume they'll send that to you in the form of a direct message. But thank you guys so much for joining us once again. We also have our merch that you can check out to support the show as well. There you have the merch, T-shirts, hoodies, a bunch of different ways to support the show. Anything you buy here not only supports the show, but it supports me as well, and I would appreciate that. And that'll close today's episode. We'll be back with week two, looking at year two of HCS as we continue to dive into the history of HCS leading to our five-year anniversary. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you next week.